Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. If you like hearing the power of these nuclear revenge stories, help power things up around here too by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Spoopy Skellies. Jerk gets publicly humiliated before the entire student body and his parents and grandmother. This story happened when I was in high school. I went to a smallish high school, around 950 students ranging from the 9th to 12th grade. With so many students in one place, I had quite a good few friends that I talked to, but only a handful that I hung out with and talked with on a daily basis. Now, there was a certain person in our social group, let's call him Bailey. Bailey was a social outcast by many people's standards. Not by bullying or hazing or mistreatment from the other students. It's just that no one really liked him because he was a jerk all the time. He was always playing the victim when he was rejected by girls. He threatened to ruin the lives of said girls who did reject him. He harassed girls online and touched them in uncomfortable places in person after being told to stop. Stomach, lower back, neck. He begged for money off of people. He was a sexist and racist person to all races and ethnicities. He put himself into other people's conversations and generally wasn't a very nice person to hang around. I have a really good friend, let's call her A. A has been my best friend ever since I can remember and she's a wonderful, sweet and generous person to everyone. One day before we got out for winter break, A came up to me in the hallway before the end of school, bawling her eyes out. I asked her to tell me what was wrong and she said that Bailey had asked her out before she went to her class over text. But when she declined after explaining that she already had a boyfriend, all heck broke loose. He called her a racist slur and a slur about being promiscuous. He said she should end herself because of how fat she was. He said no one loved her because she was a mixture of the two worst races and said that no one would want her because she's a C-word and she has a stinky hoo-hoo area. A had some insecurities about herself and Bailey hit every single one of them point blank. I was freaking seething with rage while reading her texts and I was completely appalled and disgusted at his behavior. I told her to dry her eyes and send me screenshots of the conversation he had with her. When she asked what I was going to do with them, I simply told her that I had enough of him harassing girls and I was going to do something about it. Now, I was not going to confront him directly, not with how angry I was at the moment. Instead, I decided to rally the troops and get ready for the bloodbath. I was going to massacre what was left of his entire high school career, his entire life. Now Bailey had done this to girls before, and luckily I had those girls' numbers saved in my phone because they're my friends and we would send each other memes. So I made a group chat and asked everyone to send any type of rude, racist, sexist, or failed attempt to be asked out screenshot over any type of social media that Bailey had sent to them. Over the next 15 minutes, my phone was blaring with text notifications. There were screenshots of Snapchat stories, Facebook comments, text messages, 
All in all, I had around 60 photos of sexist, racist, failed d-pics or jerk comments and rants that he made to 15 females, including myself. Over winter break, I composed all of those screenshots into a nice little PowerPoint and saved it in my flash drive on my laptop. I spoke with our principal and I asked him if I could show him something relevant to the safety of the student body during his free break at lunch. He told me that he had no problem with it and a time was set. When it finally comes down for my meeting with the principal, I have a small parade of girls behind me who wanted to come testify, anxiously holding onto each other's hands. We were invited into the principal's private conference room as he sets up his laptop and plugs my flash drive in to connect it to the projector. The principal called in some teachers to be witnesses and called Bailey down to the conference room to take a seat and to try to defend himself if the allegations weren't true. The principal clicks the remote to play my presentation and it slowly begins to load up. The first slide comes up and the room goes deathly silent besides a few gasps of shock. As the slides continue on, I notice Bailey squirming around in his seat, uncomfortable, and the people in the room are getting more agitated and angry. Halfway through the slides, Bailey jumps to his feet and throws his arms in front of the projector screen to censor out a particular image that he had sent to a girl, even though she had blurted out, ahem, a D-pick. He tried to explain that he was joking with the comments about race and being a guy or girl, and that these girls were framing him for something he didn't do. He pointed to me and said that I was the ringleader of this operation and that I should be the one who was being thrown on the spot, not him. The entire room was tense, and the principal turned on the lights with his hands on his hips and a giant sigh. The principal turns to me and tells me thank you for bringing this to his attention, and he asks if he could take the flash drive and use it for the investigations and alleged rumors that were going on about Bailey. I gave it to him, and he thanked me again before he left with Bailey and the teachers in tow. Since I copied the original slideshow to my cat flash drive, I sent the PowerPoint to not only mutual friends at the school, but also to his mom and dad through Facebook. All of them were not only absolutely disgusted by his comments, but his family was extremely distraught but thankful I brought this up to their attention. A few days later, the entire school was summoned to the gym for an announcement. Bailey was there with his parents on either side of him and his frail grandmother on the small stage we have set up for concerts and band productions. The slideshow is playing on repeat on a projector in the background for everyone to see. The principal said a few words about how harassment in any shape, form, or fashion would not be tolerated, and neither would sexism or any form of racist behavior or comments. The principal made Bailey apologize publicly to the school about his behavior and how he would never do it again. His parents were embarrassed, but they also apologized to the school and to the young ladies that he had harassed. His grandmother did not let him off so easily. She slapped his knee with her cane hard and started yelling at him for being so disgusting and such a disappointment to her and the rest of the family. Bailey started to cry on the stage as his mother and father tried to calm down his grandmother. Once everything calmed down, they were escorted off the property. He was suspended for the rest of the year for verbal harassment and racist comments. Later on in the same year, I found out that he tried to rob a grocery store and was now facing trial for battery, assault with a deadly weapon, and armed robbery. My friends and I all graduated happily, and I never saw Bailey again. I'm kind of curious what you guys think. 
Do you think this public display of what Bailey said, putting them up on stage with their family in front of the entire school, do you think that was the right thing to do or a good thing to do? Or do you think Bailey should have just gotten quietly expelled and totally removed from that system? Or maybe even something else? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by MindChaser05, entitled Family Trespasses, so we total their car. So in our state, you can skin a deer in your yard as long as it's a bit out of sight. You don't have to as law enforcement don't care much. Me and my grandpa go hunting every once in a while for whitetail, then we take it back and skin it, gut it, and all that. We had just got a nice buck and we had it registered. When you kill it, you have to make sure people know. So after we got back to our house, we set the deer up in our backyard away from the road. We figured we didn't want kids seeing what we were doing, so we could skin it, gut it, all the nice stuff. So we had it up on the line that we set up that went from our porch to a nearby tree. It was maybe 50 feet. Mind you, our house is a T kind of shape. One side's towards the road, and the other side is away. We had it set away. So my grandpa gets his knife, and we work the fur coat off. We don't hear anyone around until... Entitled Kiddo says, Whoa, what's that? So cool! I was shocked. Why in the heck was there a kid behind our house? The pelt was almost off, so we laid that over our Jeep bumper. Now my grandpa can't hear very well without his hearing aid, which he took out for a second because it was hurting his ear. I tug on grandpa's coat. He looks at me with a shrug. I motion for him to put his hearing aid in. He does. I try to tell them about Entitled Kiddo, but he must have run off. Now that Entitled Kiddo was gone, we continued. My grandpa sticks the knife in the deer and he slices it open. The guts go everywhere. My grandpa gets to cutting them out when Entitled Mom screams, What are you doing? Now just for clarification, we have a fence and a private property sign up. Grandpa says, Where are you back here? This is pri- Entitled Mother jumps in, Shut up with your devil chance. I say this is private property, we'll call the police. Entitled mother looks a little scared but yells, Shut up, my kid can be here. Mind you, her kid is behind her and he started crying. She said, Look what you did, you made him cry. Me and my grandpa are baffled. But since we live in the country where there's no rhyme or reason to be out here, he grabs his shotgun. Grandpa does it like in the movies where he pulled up and slammed it down to pump it. I'm in awe because I've never seen someone do that. The entitled mother just took off. She took entitled kiddo by the arm and ran. Now you think she would be smart enough to stay away. No, she didn't. Now we're taking the guts away and she pulls up in her minivan behind our house. Mind you, this blocks our vehicle's path out. So since this is private property, we can block her vehicle since she's trespassing. My grandpa signals me to put out some cinder blocks behind her vehicle and tires. Now she honks her horn like she just found out what a goose is and is trying to act like one. She keeps going and all the while she's smiling. Since our house is a giant T, I walk around and grab some cinder blocks from the front. I sneak a peek at her vehicle. It's like a freaking clown car. Entitled mother gets out, then entitled father, then entitled kid, and then three goddarn others. My grandpa noticed them get out and stops what he's doing. I sneak behind her vehicle once they all get out. I lay four down behind her tires and stack some. I also make the cinder blocks barrier longer, so now you have like 12 cinder blocks completely stopping her from leaving. I walk back around and go upstairs. I walk out onto the patio and down to where my grandpa is. They're all arguing. My grandpa grabs his shotgun again. They all back up and get in their vehicle. They keep honking and my grandpa shoots into the ground in front of their car. Entitled mother speeds back. 
Her tiny car can't get over the cinder blocks. She tries to go forward, but my other line I laid stopped her. My grandpa laughs and laughs. Entitled mother throws it back. Crunch, smash. Her vehicle was totaled. When she got over the bigger line, her car plopped onto the bricks. She gets out and yells, what have you done? You're going to pay. Grandpa keeps laughing. Entitled father says, I'm calling the police. He called the cops. Entitled kid cried. And they got arrested for trespassing and harassment. Pretty short story, but well worth it. I mean, you're out in the wilderness and somebody's skinning a deer. What does it look like they're doing? What is this family doing strolling up here, the entire family? These people very clearly just were not very smart. And our final story of the day is by Chewbacca Gaiman. Don't pay me? I'll ruin your business and have you fined. So this happened a few months ago around November 2018. I was working at a small cafe as a kitchen porter. Basically washed dishes and helped out every so often in the kitchen. Anyway, I was supposed to be paid a week in hand a week after I get paid. As an 18 year old in college at the moment, I was more than happy getting about 50 pounds a week for a few hours of honestly easy work. One week, I didn't get paid and asked my boss what was happening, and he just told me to bear with him as he had to do something quickly. I complied, and he asked me to cut up some chicken and veg whilst he had to quickly pop out. I go into the kitchen, open the fridge that was supposed to be for chicken only, and saw that it had a tray of just raw chicken sitting in blood with veg. Although I wasn't that involved in catering as much as I was a few years ago, I still knew this was disgusting and a clear breach of food safety. I quickly snap a picture of everything that was just absolutely disgusting and against health and safety regulations and took as many photos as I could. Somehow some of the photos got corrupted, so I only had two of them. Fast forward to the next week, and I asked my boss again when I was getting paid. This was getting close to Xmas, so I kinda needed the money for presents. He also owed me about 160 pounds at this point, as I did some overtime, and told me that if I came to see him on the Saturday coming up, was a Thursday at the time, then he'll be able to pay me then. I messaged him on Saturday asking where he was, and he just replied he'll be there in 5. 30 minutes pass, and he finally shows up and just gives me 50 pounds in cash and basically started to walk off. I asked him about the other 100 pounds, and basically, he just said that the shop was being closed for some electrical reworks and that he'd be able to pay me then. Now, my mom walks past this cafe on her way back from work and taking my sister to hockey training. And every time she did, she saw the place open with a few people, not customers, just chilling. She tells me, and I'm annoyed. So I plot. My mate just suggests jokingly to put a brick through his windows and then ask for the money, or to just report him to both environmental health and the tax man, as he was paying me in cash, no wage slip. Basically, he was paying me illegally and tax-free. I couldn't go to the tax man as I'd be screwing myself over too, but... I like the idea of environmental health, still had those pics. I make a report and receive a response basically saying how they'd look into it and that they were grateful as this was actually the second store he owned that has been reported. The first one was closed but not told why. A week or so passes and basically the shop is never opened and my mate looked into the charges that we knew he'd get along with any others that he may get. Needless to say, it's most likely more than a 100 quid. Yeah, the guy deserved every bit of this nuclear revenge. Not only were they illegally paying their people 
and stiffing them to boot. Honestly, if he was paying the people, it wouldn't really bother me. But not only that, they were endangering anybody that remotely ate at that place because of terrible cross-contamination. There's basic rules about like raw stuff not being near or above cooked stuff or whatever, but this is just like vegetables in the same tray as the raw chicken in the raw chicken's blood. It's like, holy moly, that place was bound to get shut down. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all three of these stories that I've read for you today, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.